careful if you're driving. 39 degrees at 10.09. I'm Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. Let's go, girls. This is Jennifer Blome and Wendy Weiss. Come on. On KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. February 2nd. This Groundhog Day? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Has he announced yet? I don't know. They I don't... said he didn't see his shadow. I wouldn't think so. So that means... That means an early spring. Well, I mean, it is only, like, it's going to be 67 degrees next week. Yesterday it was, what, 65 oh, yeah. or, you know, something like that. So I, I'm not as concerned about what he what he saw this morning because things are looking pretty good. <laughs> Right? Yes, indeed. We'll chat with Jay O'Brien from ABC News a little bit later in this hour. It's Friday, so Lynn Venhouse will take us to the movies and all things streaming. And then Dr. Joe Molesky from STL Medical Weight Loss joins us at 1135. So if you have any questions for him or comments, the World Bank's Missouri text line is open at 84126. Mary Lynn, happy 28th wedding anniversary. Hope you celebrate. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes, that's that wonderful. Is. Maybe she will um, ply him with some essential oils because <laughs> that is yes, she is one of her. That is one of her many specialties. But yeah, twenty eight years. That is that's great. I wonder why people get married in February. Like, is it Valentine's Day or? I bet it is. They like cold weather. What's the weirdest like wedding date? You know, I. That's kind of an odd question, but, um, you know, you some people get married on Halloween. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Not Those, that that's a weird no, day. No, that's I not guess a that's weird more day. Common. I, I once thought that the Thanksgiving weekend was a weird time to get married, and a friend of mine did. But everybody was in town visiting family, so True. it worked out well for them. True that. Um, I wish, you know, and I told when, when Maggie and Jake were planning their wedding i i told her i said have it during a time of the year i said this would just be my advice to because we had it december 2nd which is because i love christmas Mm -hmm. and because you know i wanted all the twinkle lights and all of that um and red and green and um but what i didn't think about at the at the time was that you don't have time to go off on a weekend together for your anniversary, which is such a nice thing mm-hmm. to do if you ever have the opportunity. Because, you know, the kids, when they were little, they, there was so much going on. So they were married April 28th. And it'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. because, yeah, just um, kind of fascinating when people get there, uh, decide to, to get married. There have been many times when we go to Forest Park by the Grand Basin beneath the Art Museum for picnics on Saturday afternoons when all the brides and the bridal party show up. But the thing that gets me is when it's in the summertime. I I just can't, you know, people planning weddings outdoors in the St. Louis region in July or August when they're melting, the guys in tuxedos, the brides. I mean, that just seems like they've... 
should probably have all their pictures taken indoors. I don't know how they could stand Exactly. It. And the women who aren't melting should be studied. <laughs> they should yeah. be studied by a team of scientists. <laughs> yes. Um, obviously, it's Friday. You know by now that we are all over the place on Friday. But we were talking in the uh, in our executive offices um, this morning about – just it, it's you know we're in a political season and as much as people say they're tired of talking about politics and i know that that people are um we were talking about Josh Hawley and this was a question on Donnie Brook last night because Charlie Brennan and i both believed that Josh Hawley whether and and i know he is as polarizing Almost as polarizing as Donald Trump, mm-hmm. definitely as polarizing as Provel Cheese. Okay, we'll we'll yes. we'll give him that. But with his behavior toward, you know, just the the tone of his questioning with Mark Zuckerberg, did he did he virtually win re-election? Um, or I mean, I we were pounced on by the other three, as you can imagine, Bill Alvin. And Ray were not having it. They thought it was ridiculous because they think Lucas Kuntz is a viable candidate. But this is Missouri, mm-hmm. and he is an incumbent. And with the coverage of the hearings this week with social media, um, that's, you know, people in the U.K. could identify yes. Josh Hawley. So one of the things that we wanted to ask you about, and also a uh, 4126 we kind of we we dangled this one uh, the other day, but what takes you to the polls? What what gets you to the polls? Which issues is it? The economy, is it fill in the blank? But but what do you go to? Is it the person? What do you go to the polls for? What drives you to the polls to vote? And some people are saying they're not going because they don't want either. They don't candidate. like the candidates. Yeah, that's kind of scary too. From the 314, and again, we have many topics here because this is Crash Helmet Radio. From the 314, we were married on Friday the 13th, still married for 42 years. Somebody else, we got married February 11th, 1995. The reason was February is my birthday month. The 11th is my wife's birthday in May, and it fell on a Saturday, so we combined the two. Look at this from the 314. I hope anyone planning a spring wedding this year Checks the cicada calendar. <gasps> That's right. We're supposed to be inundated. You wouldn't even be able to hear. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to hear the the videotape or, you know, I mean, the vows for, <laughs> for the cicadas. <laughs> That's right. From the 314, Jennifer, the guys in the mail room were wondering if you could make some of your famous thumbprint-less cookies. Thanks. Is, is that our mailroom buddy? Is he? <laughs> yes. I think he's Mike from Accounting Junior. Right. Um, Josh Hawley from the three one four. He won my further disdain. <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's there's one. But but honestly, um, when I got home last night from Donnybrook, Chris was watching Face the Nation from nineteen fifty eight, and the panel of journalists were interviewing Senator John F. Kennedy of Massachusetts, and. He was Jennifer. You have to watch I these want old. To. They, uh, the politicians of the ancient times, so impressive. They were asking him about everything from domestic policy in the Eisenhower administration to Algeria. He was well versed on everything, and I thought 
we don't have those we don't have those people anymore. We so it is kind of it is name recognition today. I mm-hmm. think it it was to a degree certainly when when President Kennedy was running for office, but um yeah, it's 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 kind of interesting. If you do have a big story like like this and you know something that unites the country like social media uh, and speaking of disdain, our disdain for some of the people who provide it, then it's a boost. It wasn't a bad week, was my point. From the 636, Holly was performing, but it was effective. Of course, he would not exactly. make CEOs of gun manufacturers apologize. And I did make that point because if I hadn't, um, I probably would have been chased down the street because it was all over social media. Um, Mary Lynn says, no bugs. That's why you get married in the winter. Somebody else got married on Halloween and said our family planned accordingly. I believe Max was married on Halloween. Was he? Max Voise. Why do I remember certain things? And, That's funny that you should say And that. Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. Right. I think that was his wedding dance. I could be wrong. Why this information is in my head, I do not know. <laughs> well, Sarah Jessica Parker, if I'm not mistaken, didn't she wear a black wedding dress to her wedding to really? Matthew Broderick? And I think she regrets it. I think she said in various interviews that uh, that she regrets that decision. Hmm. You know, when you're young, I, I, Max isn't the kind of guy that would regret anything. I don't think. And Sarah Jessica Parker, I mean, she could get, just do it again. Renew <laughs> she, their vows, right? She certainly could. <laughs> yeah, they could do that. Listen, if you're looking for an assisted living and memory care place, please check out McKnight Place. It is part of the Gatesworth tradition of excellence in senior living. And the group of communities provides retirement and senior living, assisted living, memory care, and skilled nursing environments. The Gatesworth family of communities has been honored to serve individuals in our region. They get national recognition. And one of the great things about McKnight Place Assisted Living and Memory Care is that it is locally owned. It certainly is. Many senior communities, you might not be paying attention to this, but you always, always should. Uh, Many senior communities are owned by large national companies. That typically leads to a corporate environment with no personal touch. Consider that to be the polar opposite experience of what has happened for over 30 years at McKnight Place Assisted Living. The owners, as Jennifer said, are local, with each having an on-site office. They are dedicated to the region. They are deeply invested in the day-to-day operations and the lives of all concerned because the residents and the family members with questions or concerns, guess what? They have access to the decision makers. And when somebody goes into an assisted living and memory care facility, you know, they have already been faced with loss. Many of them have lost a partner. They lost their house because they decided they needed to move into an assisted living and memory care place. At McKnight Place, they help those people make the transition. They help their residents stay engaged, meet other people. The households are grouped with similar people. And they have great food and activities, art therapy, music therapy, daily happy hour at 4 o'clock with appetizers, drinks, and live entertainment four times a week. They try to keep people present and engaged. And happy. They, the, your happiness is very important to them. So call Leslie, Kelly, or Gretchen today. They would love to help you schedule a tour at 314-993-3333. Tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you, and you will receive a special offer. 
Love that you're all taking part in our show this morning from the 636. Good morning. I go to the polls to make sure my voice is heard. It's mostly the policies of the person, but probably a good amount of the actual person I can give some respect to. I don't want a criminal making decisions for my life in the United States. Wow. That's good. To, isn't it great to know that there are people like that out there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you have when you have candidates that are so polarizing, but have candidates always been, but I don't, you know, obviously you and I have no recollection. Was John Kennedy polarizing? Well, um, he, he, was. he was sure. I only know that because I was listening to my parents and my mom was right. a Catholic. And then my father's parents were against, you know, he was polarizing. Sure. It, and it was so interesting um, to see him answering questions about his Catholicism. And do you think that will, and they were trying to goad him in these, I mean, white guys, uh, the really representing the, you know, the fourth estate and asking him these questions. And I really didn't recognize any of the names, um, but I hadn't been born, <laughs> hadn't been born yet. So, right. um, but he did not have, he, he did not, he was not thinking positive thoughts about these journalists that were asking him questions. And this was Face the Nation from nineteen 19- from nineteen fifty eight. I think it on was YouTube probably May. It was it was no. Chris found it because he loves history. He loves history more than present day. You know, he just loves history. So he was watching it. I'm pretty sure on the History Channel. So oh, it's yeah, fascinating. Very good. Uh, from the three one four. Is this the same powerful righteous Josh Hawley who ran like a ten year old girl through the Capitol on January the sixth? Somebody yes. else said political theater with social media CEO, no solutions, no changes. We do, from the 618, we do have people today who are well-versed. Did you read this one? In national and foreign affairs, but the loudest people are more interested in grabbing power through hate and fear. From the 314, not voting is not the answer. You have to vote. But if you are not, if you don't feel, and this is, I think this is a valid question for a lot of people, including me. If you are not feeling either candidate, how do you, you know, if you are opposed to both candidates, what do you do? Mm -hmm. If you think that both candidates pose a threat to our democracy, what are you to do? I've heard some people say they choose the lesser of two evils. But, I mean, and how do they come to that decision? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Candidates have not always been polarizing. Did you read this one? Because they are coming in fast. Mm-hmm. You did read this one? No, no, I, I don't think I, I did. I distinctly recall during one of the McCain-Obama debates, a person stand up and said bad things about Obama. McCain interrupted him and said, you may disagree with his policies, but he is a good man. And yeah, I mean, that's where I, and I've said this before, you have said it before. We both remember growing up the morning after the election, we were all Americans again. Right. And I don't know that we're going back there anytime mm-hmm. soon. Josh Hawley was putting on a show. It was embarrassing as a Missourian took advantage of the parents. And that's just gross from the 314. From wow, from the six one eight politics in the past have been they are coming mm-hmm. so fast. Politics in the past have been polarizing. Uh, the politics in the past was was polarizing, not the candidates. There you go, there you mm-hmm. go. Then that's politics, such a good right. point. The the policy differences, um, 
but it wasn't the it wasn't the candidates. Right. Three one four. No one should be president if he treats women the way he has. I, I I'm assuming you mean Trump. Uh, from the three one four JFK did not try to overthrow the government and incite an attack on the Capitol. Somebody else said vote in Missouri, then have the results overturned by the legislature. And and that's you know that's that's the other thing. If it if it wasn't an insurrection, what was it? Mm-hmm. What was it? And if and if Democrats did the same thing, what? What would your reaction be? Mm-hmm. I think people are very, very sensible, and I think that might be why the poll numbers are so mysterious and difficult to understand. Uh, I, I don't know that people are giving their opinions as openly as they used to. Six three six. Josh Hawley is a baby Trump. Three one four. How is Biden a threat to our democracy? From a Republican. From the 314 in my lifetime, I have never had the struggle of the better of two candidates, but rather the lesser of two evils, somebody else. What is evil about Biden? If And, and not evil, but if you think um, and if you believe that if you believe that Kamala Harris is ready to be president, then that is going to shape your opinion. If you believe that she is not that is going mm-hmm. to shape your opinion. So I guess we ought to come up with a different saying. It's not the lesser of two evils. It's the, I don't know. Um, Somebody but, from the 314, think about your grandchildren. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? I don't see how you cannot pick one versus the other. I have a great deal of respect for you and your intellect. I can't believe you would consider Trump. Well, but when did I say I was considering Trump? I would consider Trump, and while Biden isn't great, he's much better than Trump. He is at least a decent man. I'm not sure. I, I, I never said that I would mm-hmm. consider Trump. I'm saying there are a lot of people that can't consider either, mm-hmm. either one. 618, it was Josh Hawley theatrics. Uh, just like when he raised his fist on January 6th, power to the people. Somebody else says, I'm a Republican. What has Josh Hawley done for the state? except be on Fox News, show up at the last hour about the West Lake landfill. And then, I'm sorry, but the texts come in so fast. Uh, vote for women, somebody from the 314. Kamala is an intelligent, strong woman. Why do women demean each other, our own worst enemies? But, but, and, and that's, but that's, that you, you make a terrific point, but that is, I think that is something that is kind of interesting. If you are fundamentally opposed to a female candidate, to everything that she stands for, are you going to vote for her because she's a woman? No. Mm-hmm. No. So, you know, it depends on it depends on the woman. It's not it's not just I'm a woman, I'm going to vote for a woman, is it? Correct. From the six one eight, the lesser of two old mumbling white men. And Mary Lynn says, please stop talking about It's her about anniversary. Politics. It's oh, her yeah. anniversary. Mary she Lynn. wants to talk Happy about romance. <laughs> she wants to talk about romance. You know, romance novels, that is a genre that I have never looked into. But now that the St. Louis County Library is sponsoring our show and the book club, 
you know, I often think I should try out different genres. But you can check out a lot more than books at the St. Louis County Library. They have branches throughout the region. And if you haven't gotten your library card or had it renewed for a while, you might want to check that out again because you can check out more than books. The Library of Things is a unique collection of non-traditional library materials, including musical instruments, fishing equipment, games, kits, Mm. puzzles, and more. All of these you can check out or have your children check out for free with a library card. They can find out who they are at the library the way uh, the way children always have. Generations of children have really found themselves at the library discovering which authors they love, uh, which genres they love. So it's just such a wonderful resource here in this community. And... ST or St. Louis County Library card holders. I was giving the uh, the web address slcl.org. They can experience Headspace for free. Headspace makes meditation and mindfulness techniques available online so more people can experience the benefits of meditation anytime, anywhere. That is really exciting. St. Louis County Library also offers a variety of free e-media so you can download or stream books, audiobooks, magazines, and more. And you can learn how to download free media to your device with your library card at online workshops that they have. So they make it easy for you to stream and they teach you. If you want more information, just go online to the St. Louis County Library's website. It's easy to remember, slcl.org. <laughs> I wish you all could hear this conversation between Wendy and Connor. We continue, even though we're in commercial breaks. Uh, and even our listeners are into Crash Helmet Radio. Sometimes, says someone from the 314, let's talk about Fontbonne and Webster. I think they should combine to the Webster campus and sell the Fontbonne campus, carry over the scholarships. And there's a front page article on the Post today about Webster's debt. Right. And uh, we have been chatting about this off the air because Webster University and Fontbonne are so important to our region and both are having some problems. Uh, From the 618, for the first time, the Republican National Committee held its meeting behind closed doors to attempt to stop the nomination process and name Trump their candidate. Listen to Nikki Haley. She makes valid points. And I think it's Trucker Larry who said, I'm out (laughs) (laughs) on a Friday for politics. Did he just say, okay, I'm I'm out? Sorry. I'm with Mary Lynn. I mean, he didn't say he was leaving, but he said, I'm with Mary Lynn. But we we were just curious about what what it is because we we all say these things. Well, I would really love to vote for a woman, but if it's not the right woman and if she's not mm-hmm. saying the right things, ask Hillary Clinton. It wasn't it it wasn't the fact that she was a woman. You're not. I mean, it's it doesn't make sense because you can't ask a man. Oh, you really need to vote for him because he's a man, right? It, you know exactly. And there are many listeners who are in their forties and fifties and sixties and seventies and eighties. Who was your favorite politician? Who do you yearn for? Yeah, I've where heard you many wish. people say, right? We wish we had Senator Danforth back, uh, just the civility. Well, and that was one of the points that that I was making last night, and I said I wanted to apologize to Senator Danforth because at least one of the last times we heard him interviewed, he said that his endorsement of Josh Hawley was the biggest mistake of his yes. career, or the biggest regret, I think, personal regret that he had. So I didn't mean it. I didn't want to upset him or insult him, but I did think he came across as more of a Danforth just this week before you 
get your torches and come to the windows at Westport. Um, I thought he came across more as Senator John Danforth this week than he mm-hmm. has in the past. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we and I am just curious to know who you miss or what you miss about the former political atmosphere. I know people miss the civility. Some people do. Okay, should we go ahead and take a sharp right turn, sure. left turn? <laughs> it's Friday, sure. Because it's, it's Groundhog Day. It's February. It's February. And, and those of you who, you know, those of you who would like us to change topics, and uh, there was a story this week about something called avalanche dating, where people who are on the dating apps, they... Um, they loosen up their criteria they'll because they don't want to be single on Valentine's Day. So, like, where did your parents meet? Where did your grandparents meet? Mm, I'd love to hear that. And this. where did you, you know, where I think everybody today, not everybody, but certainly a large percentage, they're meeting on these apps. Sure. Um, my parents met in college. Where did your parents meet? On a blind date. On a blind date. Mm-hmm. Wow. And as it turns out, my dad had been a lifeguard at the city pool where my mom went swimming. And he was five years older than my mom. And we were talking about Catholicism. His parents objected to the fact that my mother was Catholic. Yeah. And he well, was Protestant. It, it was it's a, it was and, and that's not a, unusual back then. No, right? of course not. And that's why um, I do get confused about the, you know, the viewpoint today where if historical figures don't um you know they don't fit into the modern way of thinking then they are canceled diminished that i just don't understand mm-hmm. because it was a different world and it doesn't mean that uh the people were morally bankrupt it means that it was a different world and we continue to evolve, right? Yes, and there's so many ways in which this is just my personal opinion, but I think we have evolved. There are blended families with all different colors and cultures of people who get married and have children, and even their 90-year-old great-grandparents don't object to it. And in my view, as a straight woman, it seems as though gays and lesbians are more accepted I mean, oh, that's now maybe huge. that's huge. Maybe that's not true with the general population, but it certainly, it certainly seems like it is true that the thing that's difficult for people to accept these days is transitioning from being a man to a woman. I, I think a lot of people, from what I hear, just have trouble wrapping their heads around it. Especially if you're married to someone who says, "Guess what? As your husband, I'm telling you, I'm transitioning to be a woman. I was meant to be a woman." That's sort of difficult, but who knows? 20 years from now, maybe that will be right. considered. But how far can we push this in terms of gender identity? I know. And sexual... I've, told you, I've told you this a million times 25 years ago. My brilliant, schizoaffective brother said, Jenny, in 20 years, everyone's going to be gender fluid. I'm probably bisexual and don't know it. And he, but this I'm was 20 you. years ago. <laughs> yes. And he knew I thought that. it was a psychiatric disorder. Oh, speaking of <laughs> flashbacks, there was a TikTok video and it was, it was a, an episode of Dragnet about, and they were looking for somebody that was selling marijuana and they were talking to a young person 
and it was creepy. He said, you know, you old people are just going to keep dying and younger people and younger people are going to see the world a different way. And so while now you've got the numbers, we'll have the numbers in the future. And he said, marijuana will be legal. And this was 1966. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jack Friday and whoever, Harry Morgan, I can never remember his his character's name. Um, Was it Jack Friday? It was somebody Friday. Anyway, um, they, they both looked at him and it was just, it was amazingly prescient. Well, you know, the, and in the 60s, was it Abby Hoffman or somebody who said never trust anyone over, over 30? 30. <laughs> right. And wasn't he like 70 years old? I mean, you know, so. And wasn't that the same generation as Joe Biden and Donald Trump? You better believe it. You better believe it. Yeah, the times. What happened? The times, they are changing. You know, but one thing never changes, and that is your need to have a dentist who makes you feel comfortable. Uh, because, unfortunately, if you don't feel comfortable with your dentist, you're not going to visit him or her. And that can lead to big problems. Uh, Jennifer and I are both patients of Dr. Kimberly Simons. Uh, This is the largest female-owned dental practice in the state, if that is important to you, and it is important to a lot of people. But they're very, very proud of what they have been able to accomplish. And they start with a, a comfort menu. They get to know you. This is not a cookie cutter experience. This is a Goldilocks experience. If you like Netflix, if you like a blankie, if you want goggles, if you want silence, they make it, it is specific to what you are looking for. And they find that they get such a terrific result when it comes to reducing that anxiety. They're in the old Johnny Mac Sporting Goods store on Manchester Road when you're going west on Manchester and you see the Welcome to Baldwin sign. You're actually right next to the parking lot. Plenty of parking always. And right now they have a new patient special, comprehensive exam, four x-rays, and an oral cancer screening and a cleaning for $99. 636-227-2552 is the number. And please be sure to tell them the girls sent you. It's amazing how the brain works. All of our collective brains here on this program. M-G. Because I I said to somebody, somebody was asking me about how do you keep track of this or that? Because I was, it was Charlie Brennan last night. I was running down the list of birthdays that I remember. And he said, how do you do that? I have no idea. I don't know where my car is parked. I couldn't, and I'm not kidding. It's like you've got post-it notes on your brain and then one dislodges and up it pops. But it was... Joe Friday and Bill Gannon, not Jack Friday. Thank you all. We are coming up on 1050 and time to switch gears again and check in with Jay O'Brien, ABC News correspondent from Washington, who will talk about an immigration deal announcement imminent. Jay, happy Friday. Thanks for joining us. Happy Friday to you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, I think the thing that makes this a Friday for everyone, but not a Friday for if you cover Capitol Hill, <laughs> is that the text of this immigration deal is now expected. This deal you, we've been talking about all week, all three of us, um, is expected to come out as early as today, but most likely over the weekend, which tees it up for its first vote in the Senate. Finally, some voting, finally some momentum um, by Wednesday of this coming week. And what did what did Chuck Schumer say in in uh, was it the the te- the text of the the bill was this yesterday Jay? Yeah. 
So that's what that kind of everything I just outlined to you is what Schumer was describing. Okay. So Schumer said yesterday the text of the bill. Again, when we say the text of the bill, what we mean is the product of these negotiations. So remember, Republicans and Democrats have been meeting behind closed doors for months trying to hammer out some kind of immigration reform because Republicans said they weren't going to vote, remember, for any legislation that has funding for Ukraine or Israel without immigration reform. So that's why these talks started. They've been going on for months. We know from sources what was being discussed behind the closed doors, but Nothing's been down on paper. There's been no bill that's come out of those talks. Finally, we know that the immigration portion of these negotiations are over. They're almost done with the Ukraine and Israel funding portion of this. So you're looking at getting a bill to read to figure out what's actually been agreed upon over the course of this weekend. And, Jay, how tedious is it to read through these bills? Uh, Really tedious. I mean, you're (laughs) talking 200 pages. They're very difficult to read, particularly uh, with something as, as, as complex as immigration law. You know, funding for Ukraine and for Israel, dollar amount there, you just kind of have to total up different dollar amounts as they go through the bill. Um, with immigration law, it, what we've heard from sources is that there are pretty significant reforms to the asylum system. Um, so speeding up um, the processing of asylum claims giving DHS a new power to essentially deny asylum seekers anywhere else other than at points points of entry. That's this quote-unquote power to shut down the border that we've heard. Um, So that's going to be dense to read because it's going to refer back to other parts of federal law, and you've got to go look up the law that it's referring to. It's going to be a whole thing. If they have the votes necessary, is this historic with a capital H or lowercase h? Because – um, it it seems like it's been a while since we had any substantive immigration policy changes. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the most comprehensive immigration reform to come out of Congress in a very, very, very long time. Um, you can make an argument, if ever, uh, depending upon, again, what's in this bill. The question, to your point, do they have the votes, is we're not quite sure. We've heard Republicans in the Senate say, they're skeptical about this. They want to see what the bill text is. And, you know, it's a high bar to clear anything out of the Senate. You need at least 10 Republican votes um, if every single Democrat votes for it. And then in the House, Speaker Mike Johnson has said he says that this bill is dead on arrival in his chamber. Now, he's making those comments again without having seen anything down on paper. Um, but still, it's, it's going to have a rocky road. Getting it out the door is the first step. But you know, we've been talking about this for months, guys, and we're not even at step one legislatively here. So the Senate returns to Washington Monday, correct, to kick off the process of considering this on the floor. But Schumer said the text could be posted no later than Sunday. What does this mean for your weekend, Jay? Uh, it means whatever this is out, all not just me, but all of our my colleagues and I, uh, you know, probably the colleagues who cover Capitol Hill and those who cover the Department of Homeland Security and Immigration, we're all going to read it. Um, ideally, it comes out closer to the beginning of the weekend so we can have the whole weekend to digest it. Um, but we'll we'll read it, and then Schumer isn't really tracking the first vote. The Senate's going to come back on Monday. They weren't supposed to, to your point. Um, and then the first procedural vote on this is going to be Wednesday if Schumer's plan holds. And we'll see how it shakes. I'm not sure we've told you this, but we appreciate the quality of your work. Jay yes, O'Brien, ABC News correspondent from Washington. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to speaking with you again. Thank you both. Happy Friday. 
Take care, Jay. We've been talking about age, and if you are three months from turning 65, then you need Ryan Raphael, the Medicare man. Whether you're working or not, Ryan will sit down with you for about an hour, and he'll show you all the health insurance plans you are entitled to because of your age through Medicare, and he'll explain everything, supplements, advantage plans, Part D prescription. You may have a question about whether you should even get onto Medicare because you have insurance at work. Maybe, maybe not. Ryan Raphael will sit down with you and figure out which one is better. So you don't have to get on it just because you're turning 65, but it is well worth your consideration. Any Medicare questions you have, the Medicare man is the guy to call. He is the owner of Senior Insurance Benefits. And although Ryan Raphael works for you, you don't pay him. He's paid by the insurance companies, and he always tells us that compensation is regulated. So Ryan doesn't favor one plan over another. He just learns what your needs are and explains in simple terms which health insurance plan is best suited to your needs. You can give him a call, 314-368-6808. He specializes in Medicare plans in Missouri, Illinois, Georgia, Tennessee, and Iowa, and he can help you. Look him up online, too, MedicareManSTL.com. And before we go, get back to this other topic we were asking you about. We have so many I know how how y'all met or your parents. Uh, From the 314, my mom was in the Navy. My dad was a Marine. They met on a base in Jacksonville, Florida in 1945, and it lasted 50 years. From the 314, my mom was working at her parents' diner in the Central West End, and my dad came in for lunch. And Carrot Cake Liz Liz says, my mom and dad met at work, but it took 19 years for them to finally get together. My mom called my dad a slow burner. Wow. And somebody from the 314 said, my mom would whisper, they're Catholic. Catholic. Somebody's Catholic, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. So, so true. Um, Wendy, I'm looking on the History Channel, Can't Find Face the Nation, going back to 1958. I would like to see the JFK interview. I will call my husband whom I met in a detective's office. We were both covering a homicide. Um, I will call him during the break, and I will I, find out. That's how we met. I like that story. It the, the other the thing is, if you look on YouTube, you'd be surprised what you can find on YouTube. So it might be there as well. Uh, love to hear f- about how you met your spouse. And you were talking about avalanche dating and people change their... People are not... I, I guess it's... And it's, it seemed to be from the story that it was all about Valentine's Day. They didn't want to be alone on Valentine's Day. Well, have a Galentine's Day. Have a Galentine's Day. Sit home with yourself and watch what was the great <laughs> Buy movie. Buy some candy. Buy some candy. <laughs> uh, what's the great Valentine movie? It's not Sleepless in the... It's not, it is Sleepless in Seattle. That's one of them. But what's the one with Cary Grant and Deborah Carr? A fair to remember. Thank you. Yes. Bless your heart. Loved it, loved it. Yeah, I mean, that's Valentine's. That you might can, do it. You don't need to be with anybody. We're coming up on Top of the Hour News with Jim Fairchild and more from ABC. And then we'll be back with the second hour of the Jennifer and Wendy Show. And Lynn Venhouse takes us to the movies. This is the Big 550 KTRS, St. Louis. Miller Furniture, St. Louis's home for American-made furniture presents Lynn Venhouse Goes to the Movies with Jennifer and Wendy on the Big 550 KTRS. And you know, whenever we're at home watching movies, Lynn, after we listen to your segment and we're sitting in our Miller Furniture, green textured swivel chairs, we're so appreciative that they sponsor <laughs> your segment. 
I am too. And you know what? It's the biggest sale of the year. It's yes, time it for the half price sale. So, you know, it's been gray and cold and miserable. So you want something to that. brighten your <laughs> yeah, you want something to brighten your home and be cheerful. So it is half off until February twentieth. List in stock furniture and then select custom orders. And if you're gonna finance, it's got twelve months of zero percent interest. So they got half price floor models for the mattresses and that free adjustable base. Mm. So I would go take advantage at one yes. of the four showrooms because they are very convenient. You got Lake St. Louis, you got Ellisville, you got Fairby Heights and Belleville. And I just think we need something to pop up our yeah. lives right <laughs> Agreed, agreed. So why not be comfy as you watch your TV and movies? Tell us about Scrambled. Well, this is for anybody who's had their biological clock tick. And uh, I think that even if you're not going through it, at this time, you can relate to what this young millennial is going through. She is going to all these bridal showers and baby showers and weddings. She's in the bridesmaids dresses and doing all that kind of stuff that they do now. You know, today I call them the Instagram ready baby showers and bridal mm-hmm. showers. So she's sitting there with everybody and she had just broken up with a guy, longtime boyfriend, and she thinks, you know, I think I might freeze my eggs because what if I decide to have kids, but I'm really, you know, older. And so she's getting advice from all these people. Her dad wants her to get back with the old boyfriend. Her dad is played by Clancy Brown. So it's a very familiar cast. She goes through, it's really funny her journey because she goes through uh, thinking maybe I should contact old boyfriends and see if one got away. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. A Valentine's movie. I it know, is. I know. So Adam Rodriguez, who you know from CSI Miami and Magic Mike, he plays a guy, but he's a Peter Pan. And she discovers that he's even more of a Peter Pan now than when she went out with him. So it's her travails. Her name is Leah McKendrick, and she is one of the up-and-coming female filmmakers in L.A. She is at work on the sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer, and she's doing the prequel to Grease called Summer Lovin'. So she wrote and directed this movie. First-time director. She plays a 34-year-old in the movie, but she's about 38. So she took our um, CCA Women's Committee. We have a Sophie, which is the seal of female entertainment and empowerment and we gave her this award yesterday we gave her our seal because we think she's one of the bright voices so you have to for this movie i think i could relate to it but for this movie it is very millennial Mm -hmm. and the movie we're talking about is scrambled is it online or in theaters it's in theaters today Okay, great. Now let's move on to the last repair shop nominated for Best Documentary Short Oscar. Yes, I love this movie so much. I put it on my honorable mentions and I said I wish it was a full-length feature because it's so, so good. So on your Oscar ballot, March 10th, if you pick last uh, repair shop, you're doing well. But the beauty of this movie is it is online, it's on YouTube, and it's on Hulu and Disney Plus right now. And it's 39 minutes. 
And you will thank me because it's life affirming. <laughs> and it's 39 minutes. I know. It's, 39 it's, minutes. I know. It's life affirming. It is about the, it's called the last repair shop because it's this tiny industrial area of LA. And inside, all these music lovers are repairing instruments. And each instrument has a story. And the reason they're repairing these instruments is because the L.A. school system has a program where any student who wants to learn music can get an instrument. So they talk to the kids who are from disadvantaged homes and they their lives change because they get this instrument mm. and just the love of music. And it's just and then the people working on the stories, uh, working on the instruments all have stories. So it's just beautiful. And Chris Bowers, he's a name in the music business. He scored it and he's one of the producers of it. And so it is just joyous. Oh, this is the last repair shop. It's available to stream on YouTube. Also on Disney and Hulu, uh, The Last Repair Shop, 39 minutes. Now, since we're talking about time, here's a 96-minute documentary on Netflix called The Greatest Night in Pop, and I saw a trailer for this. I know this came out of nowhere, but it came out of Sundance, really, and Netflix must have snapped it up right away because it's currently running on Netflix. I had the best time watching it because that that time period is so etched in my mind. Oh, yeah. And I forgot who all was there. And let's talk about what we're talking about. Yes. It's We Are the World. Right. Right. We Are the World. And is it true they didn't know who would show up? No, they didn't. And, you know, this is back when it was no technology. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it started with Harry Belafonte. And I guess I didn't know that. Yes, and Lionel Richie, Quincy Jones, and Michael Quincy Jackson. Jones, and Michael Jackson, right. and they all that they were they were the catalyst for this. They didn't know who was going to show up. They started calling people because apparently this Ken Cragen, he's like a record producer or business guy, and he had this Rolodex that was like unbelievable. So they started with his people, and then you know they called Springsteen. He said, "I'm in." Called Billy Joel. I'm in. All these people came, and they didn't know who was going to show up, and they decided they were going to do it after the American Music Awards in January of 1985. And Bob Geldof of the Band-Aid, yes, rats, right. and the, the Band-Aid project, he came before and gave him a pep talk. But they knew with all these stars being in the same place that they had to keep everybody on track. They had to do this. They were like military people who <laughs> were trying to arrange this. They said everybody getting there, it was like the first day of kindergarten. <laughs> because, you know, it's all these big names. And then and then Diana Ross during the, I think they had a break. And Diana Ross went over to Daryl Hall and said, I'm your biggest fan, Daryl. Can you sign my music? And so then everybody started getting everybody's autographs. Oh, how cute. They all went out. And, and isn't that fun? Yes. So they were kind of like, it was kind of like, when you're watching this, it is kind of like um, first day of kindergarten. Nobody knows really tentative and they're all they're all on these bleachers. They're all like I remember, the, remember? You know, the final product. Oh, this sounds fantastic. Yeah. This is the greatest night in pop. And uh 
about the We Are the World, January 85, and this is streaming on Netflix. Yes, and they're still, they made $80 million off of that, that record, and they're still using money today, that USA for Africa, wow. for helping people. And um, the talking heads are, uh, Huey Lewis has got great stories, and Bruce Springsteen and uh, Cindy Lauper, and Sheila E. And then they've got the executives. And then Lionel Richie's a big part of it because he he's one of the people involved in the making of this. But they were recording it and making this video and doing all this other stuff at the same time. They got out of there at like 8 a.m. Yeah, oh, so it's, it's stuff great. they recorded all night long. And it's so this is uh, footage we haven't seen before. Yes. Okay, that's awesome. Oh, I can't wait to see Because that was it. a huge deal. People don't remember back in 1985 when that thing came came out that was humongous and really changed i think the course of charitable giving don't you in it terms did of it did because then everybody started doing those things and then you know of course live aid and uh it had significant they played it i didn't know when it was released it was released at the same time on radio all over the world Right. Oh, yeah. How about I that? I, I didn't remember that. It opens with that big gong. So that sounds like a keeper. Thanks, Lynn. The Greatest Night in Pop, streaming on Netflix. Now you say there's a feel-good movie called Perfect Days. Yes, this is a Japanese film. And after I saw it, I was so happy because it just makes you believe in the power of simplicity and finding joy in everyday things. And it's about this man. He's played by this actor named Ko. Oji Yakusho, and he won the Best Actor at Cannes last year. It is nominated for Best International Feature at the Oscars. It's this man who finds joy in his work and his, and his habits. He cleans toilets in Tokyo. And apparently Tokyo has this great park system, and they have these fantastic public bathrooms they have 17 public bathrooms in this two parks wide area of tokyo and they're very high tech and he cleans them and that's his job and so you see him going through his day he loves classic rock and so every day he gets in his car and he puts on a cassette of and you'll recognize all the music and then he also loves to read books he lives a very solitary life and he takes pictures of trees he loves trees <laughs> and he's eating his lunch and he's taking pictures of trees and it's just so simple and it's so beautiful and then you see when he encounters people you his more of his life is revealed but it's by the great german director wim winders or wim winders and he did the movie Wings of Desire, which was Americanized into that city of angels. But, you know, angels watching yep. life. Meg Ryan and yeah, Nicholas Cage. I love that movie. I did, too. Yeah, so so he, this he, is Perfect Days. Excuse me for no. interrupting. Comes to theaters on Wednesday because I really want to get to Anatomy of a Fall, which is at the high point this weekend. And you yes. can also buy it or rent it on Apple TV and Amazon. Right. It's not on streaming yet, but eventually it will be. So if you haven't seen it and you're wondering why is this movie getting all this attention, it's going to be at the high point. It is nominated for a uh, picture director, a woman director, and also uh, actress Senda Huller and script. And it's about this a guy who falls from his balcony and they don't know if he was pushed, if he did it himself 
or was it an accident? That's why it's called Anatomy of a Fall. Mm. And the wife is accused of murder, and she is put on trial, and their marriage is put on trial. Is there a resolution, or is it one of these where you don't know? Because that will frustrate a but lot of people, yeah. don't you think? I mean, don't tell us what the resolution yeah, is. Yeah, I won't. There is a resolution. Okay, good. Okay. So you find out what happened. I Don't you hate that? Okay, so you... this yeah, Anatomy of a Fall, it's at the high point this weekend, but... You can rent it or buy it on Apple TV, Amazon Prime Video. A question from a listener, Lynn. Have you seen Driving Madeline? No, I have not. I I just heard from a friend that it was a great movie, but I know nothing else about it. I know we we haven't received anything about it. That's un, Is that unusual? Yeah, uh, sometimes. I think this time of year is so easy to get mm-hmm. things fall through the cracks. But I've heard about it, so I need to look it up. And real quickly, Funny Girls, the last weekend at the Fox? Yes. Oh, my goodness. This is one of those situations where a star is born. Katerina McCrimmon, if you get her at the performance, because the understudy has taken some. Oh, my God. She sings Don't Rain on My Parade. That just brings the house down. It's just like she's not channeling Barbara Streisand. She's making this part her own. But, oh, man, does she have a voice. It's just spectacular. Mm. The um, Fox is going to announce their schedule in two weeks for next year. But the St. Louis Theater Circle, I forgot to tell you this, is today we are announcing our regional theater award nominations. So at 1 p.m., that will be released. Great. We have people on the text line thanking you for uh, recommending American Fiction. I loved it, but I probably would not have gone to see it without your recommendation. Same here. Oh, thank We've you. We watched it. I would not have seen it. It It's great. I'm it dying is, to see it. I mean, it is great. Yeah, it, 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 it takes you to uncomfortable places, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. And it's funny. Yes. <laughs> and I think people can relate to the family dynamics, too. Yes. So a lot going on. Lynn Venhouse, thank you for taking us to the movies and streaming. We appreciate it. And we always look forward to Fridays because it is so much fun. Well, thank you. And have a good weekend, everybody. And maybe the sun will come out. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Here's hoping. You know, if you have to find the right memory care community for your mom or your dad or a loved one, you are in for a daunting task. And both Wendy and I have had to do this with parents who live out of town. And that is really difficult. Park Provence is locally owned, and it's a wonderful place, and it is well worth checking out when you start on your journey to find a place. The the expertise that the leadership team at Park Provence offers influences every single aspect of the compassionate care that Park Provence offers residents from its extensive activities program to its comprehensive nutrition program. They offer residents an innovative home with an award-winning design. We chatted with Park Provence's medical director, Dr. David Carr, on our program recently, and he's known nationwide for his research in the field of memory care. So you know that your loved ones are in good hands. Also, you have to worry about security, but you want the person with memory issues to live in a safe and beautiful place. Park Provence has an advanced security system. That means people who live there can enjoy the outside. They have lush gardens and courtyards and walking paths and well appointed common areas so they can walk outside, enjoy nature, and also connect with the other people who are living there. Please call Andrew or Michaela. The number is easy to remember, 314 314- 
542-2500 to learn more or to schedule a tour. They would love to help you. If you tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you, you will receive a very special offer. Jennifer and Wendy, Song of the Day. And I write the song. On the Big 550. KTRS. Our Song of the Day. Especially appropriate for Groundhog Day. It played a prominent part in the 1993 movie starring Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. Remember that one? Bill Murray plays a cynical weatherman, and he gets trapped in a time loop, forcing him to relive February 2nd repeatedly. I did like that movie. From way back in 1965, here's one of the songs featured, I've Got You, Babe. Our quote of the day comes from this newsletter, Wendy and I get. It's free. You can subscribe to it. The Daily Coach, Notes of an Elder. The past is over. Learn from it. The future is coming. Prepare for it. The present is here. Enjoy Enjoy it. it. Yeah. And we are enjoying our present more than ever because John Carney just brought in lobster Lobster risotto risotto. that, you know, of course, he made for dinner last night. It must be something living in the Carney house. Honestly, and Suzanne is thin. I'm not sure how that happens. I would ask for the recipe, except I don't think John Carney needs or uses recipes. He just cooks from scratch and out of the top of his head. He's just a natural-born cook and a very good one he did tell me he doesn't bake so i should bake him something sometime and he told me that he's cut himself many times he did <laughs> he bought a new uh mandolin he's going to find out the brand name for me where he said it's impossible to do what i did which was chop off parts of my body that i didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> while making God. scallop potatoes during no. a football game thank the, you for thank you for that john yes, carney thank you john carney and i was just thinking one of my friends pointed out to me that mark who took me to urgent care missed one of the most exciting football games ever because we were in urgent care and while i was they let you in right away if you're bleeding and holding your stomach you know they don't want you in the waiting room but on the tv was something about car crashes you know, like some police show. And I said to Mark, why do you think they have that on while we're waiting here to get me stitched up? And he said, I don't know, but I'm changing it to football. So we got to see some of it. Good for him. (laughs) Hey, just a programming note. Every Saturday at 3 here on the Big 550, you can listen to Keep What's Yours. And that is a radio show about keeping more of your hard-earned dollars in your pocket, not Uncle Sam's, with Jeff Zufall of Capital Advisory Group and Josh Gilbert from The Heidi Glaus Show. At this time of year, you may be specially interested in Capital Advisory Group because they can help you with your taxes. And if you become a client, especially important for small business owners, they'll walk with you throughout the year. They'll keep you abreast of all the changes in the tax codes so that when tax day comes around, you won't panic. You'll be well prepared. You can give them a call at 636-394-5524. You can look them up online, capitaladvisorygrp.com, or get to know Jeff. Listen to his conversation with Josh Gilbert every Saturday at 3. Keep what's yours right here on The Big 550.
You know, um, it's Friday, and you're going to be spending the weekend at home. And uh, if you're if you're like me, you kind of look around and you think, okay, what does what does this room need? Because there are those rooms in our houses or our apartments, wherever we are, that um, they need a little bit more attention. Maybe they're neglected. Maybe we just don't have time taking care of the day today. May I suggest that you call Ellen and Barbara at the Curtain Exchange? Um, they are absolutely positively. I wish they. I wish they specialized in other areas of life. That's how easy they are to work with. They both have terrific style. And they know all of the terms that I certainly don't know. I don't know if you are familiar uh, with the decorating lexicon, but if you don't understand what you're doing, it's going to cost you a lot of money uh, and not to even mention the time. And for heaven's sakes, that we're not even getting into the online decorating experience. If you're doing that, uh, you're going to probably have a very close relationship with everybody uh, at the at the shipping store because you're going to be returning. You will not have that experience if you go to the Curtain Exchange. Yes, they have all of the window treatments you can imagine. They also have furniture, rugs, accessories, bedding, everything you need to pull the look of your home together. And remember how respectful they are of your bottom line. They have a full design service, and the best part is there's no hourly fee. There is no hourly fee because they know they get a better result when you don't feel rushed because you're worried about that hourly fee. That's the kind of people they are. They're just uh, common sense, plain thinkers with exquisite taste that the rest of us usually don't have. Give them a call, 314-863-1112. They're located at 8119 Maryland Avenue in the heart of Clayton. And please tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you. You know, whenever we talk about great food, people ask us to post the recipes. And John Carney, thank you, John Carney, brought in this lobster risotto, which is fabulous. And it reminded me of what the cookbook author Mark Bittman once said, eat real food, not too much. And real food as opposed to processed food. We'll be talking to Dr. Joe Molesky from STL Medical Weight Loss coming up here in a bit. If you have any questions for Dr. Molesky, you can text them in on the Royal Banks of Missouri text line 84126. And he can help you and answer your questions about this uh, medical weight loss, which some people need. And now you do have a resource for that. It is Friday. Lots of good movies uh, and TV shows that are on tap. And I think with this kind of weather... I mean, it's warm. Yesterday, when I went out for a walk, I ran into so many people because they're like, it's February and it's 64 degrees. Right? Yeah. It's like, and even in email correspondence, I'm saying things like, enjoy the sun or enjoy the temperatures because you do never know when that other shoe is going to drop. And it does sometimes. When we were talking to Jay O'Brien and, you know, we often do these news reports with ABC about different bills on the Senate or House floors. And honestly, he said they were sometimes hundreds of pages long. So can't you see that? I, I know the senators and congresspeople have staff people, but I guess a reporter and all the colleagues have to wade through these things together and try to get the most, and, glean the most important points and then pass those along to us. And comprehend them. You know, as you've said a <laughs> thousand there's times, that. there's the legalese portion of it. It, it almost just makes you, uh, I mean, how I don't know how they do it, <laughs> truly. 
I do not know how they do it either. Hey, listen, it's uh, coming up on lunchtime, and if you are driving around and looking for a fast, casual lunch of homemade food, may I suggest Three Bay Barbecue and Bakery. It's a locally owned restaurant, and it's inside the West County Phillips 66 station at Clayton Road and 141. The owners are Rick and Carol Gross. Carol's a personal trainer. She is this woman in great shape, and she's a fantastic cook. And so if you'd like to have a fast, casual lunch of proteins, pulled pork, chicken, or brisket, they have all kinds of veggie sides. They have homemade chips and great desserts. Check out Three Bay Barbecue and Bakery. You can go online, 3baybbqandbakery.com, and sign up for the rewards program and take a look at the whole menu. They'll have it ready for if you want, if you don't have time to stop in, 636-227-1208, or stop in. They also have a new item, a sirloin steak wrap with Swiss cheese and sriracha sauce, one side, twelve ninety nine. It's really a fun place to have lunch. The staff is fantastic, and I always think when the boss is fantastic, there's a trickle-down effect, and you'll find the staff friendly and efficient. Three Bay Barbecue and Bakery, if you stop in, please tell them Jennifer and Wendy sent you. And we are joined in studio now by Dr. Joe Molesky, STL medweightloss.com. Dr. Joe, good to see you again. Yes, thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's, uh, I guess, warming up a little bit out there. Is yeah. it still foggy? Is uh, it no, some... the fog's, oh, I think good. the fog's dissipated. Good, good, good. Tell us about your practice and what makes it different. Yeah, so my practice, guys, really focuses on getting you the medication and the education. When I tell, when I tell patients that is, you know, you have a lot of I guess, buzz about weight loss. You can go online and find multiple clinics, but are you really getting the information that you need? You want to be with a physician that's board certified, um, you know, primary care. You want to have somebody that has multiple patients. I have over a thousand patients now that have seen the results and the education piece. You guys want to make sure you're getting with a physician that understands the diet part, that understands what it's like for a patient to come in and literally say, hey, doc, I've tried everything and I've, I've been to my doctor and I feel like I'm not being heard. And what we do at STL, it's, I call it the Dr. Joe difference. We listen and we're going to get a plan specifically tailored to your needs, whether you need to lose 20 pounds or 50 pounds or 100 pounds. We have a patient, Drew Shelton. He lost 102 pounds. We have another patient, 140 pounds. So guys, you know, I know that we have um, you know, bariatric surgery and whatnot. My mom actually had bariatric surgery, but there's other options out there. If you're not wanting to go under the knife and you're wanting to try something that's literally once a week injection, that's what we do. These medications are highly effective injectable weight loss peptides, semaglutide, trisepatide. You inject it once weekly, your food cravings go down, your metabolism is boosted, and you start losing weight in the first couple weeks. I always tell patients, give us 90 days, we'll change your life. Share with our listeners, because it's such a fascinating story, because you're a young physician, you're a young dad, you're a husband. Um, This became a passion because you started putting pieces of the puzzle together. Explain that to them. Yeah, and I I get passionate about this, guys. I mean, I'm a board-certified family med doc. I am a hospitalist. That's a doctor that is literally admitting folks with serious conditions, heart attack, strokes that come through the ER. And then I started putting things together, you know, going through medical school 12-plus years, you really want to get down to the, the why. 
I mean, just patching things with medications, it, it, it's not fulfilling. You're like, oh, here's another blood pressure medicine. Here's this. Here's this. And what I realize is that we have a chronic epi- we have a chronic disease epidemic, and that's obesity is literally causing so much problems with especially middle America. If you just look up on the CDC website, you're seeing that obesity rates are climbing, especially in the Midwest, 40 to 50 percent. That's one in three people, guys. And so then I started thinking, wow, if if why are so many people coming with heart attack strokes earlier and earlier in life? And it's obesity. You, they develop a metabolic disease, which they develop high blood pressure. Their cholesterol goes to the roof. They start developing prediabetes. Their fasting blood sugars elevate. They have increased weight around their waist. And then all of a sudden they get a diabetes diagnosis. And then they get a heart attack. Then they get a stroke. And so everything's rooted in one thing, obesity. You change the obesity, you change the trajectory of someone's life, and you essentially extend their life. And so I thought, you know, I need to step back here. I need to get down to the root of why people are coming to the hospital earlier and earlier. And I decided I started STL Medical Weight Loss about 17 months ago. And I have a passion for helping people Get back their life, getting back their confidence. I don't care if you're 40, 50, 60 years old, 70 on Medicare, Medicaid. It doesn't matter. It's time. Uh, And I see patients literally go down. They're on 10 medications, and now they go down to like one or two after being on this medication. Guys, it's it's the solution for 2024. Now, these medications are FDA approved? Yes. So two medications, semaglutide, or it's also called Wagovi, Ozembic. That's one. Trizepatide, also known as Manjaro or Zepbound, these medications are FDA approved. Yes, they are. In layman's terms, what is insulin? What's the role of insulin in our bodies and what is insulin resistance? Yeah, great question. Great question. So um, insulin resistance it happens when, you know, unfortunately we have so much processed food and you go to Starbucks and you get, and I'm drinking black tea, by the way. Um, <laughs> I have a Starbucks cup in front of me, but if you get like a, a mocha a mocha frappuccino, you're looking at a, a, at least 100 grams of sugar. The American Diabetic Association recommends 25 for females, 35 for males. Per day. Per day. If you drink one, gla- one cup of a Starbucks drink, you're getting 100. That's concerning. That's like tr- double, triple the amount of sugar you should have in one day. And so what happens is, is we're inundated with so much sugar. The average American is eating and drinking 107 grams per day. And so what happens is your pancreas, it literally doesn't know what to do. It shoots out tons of insulin. The insulin then surges throughout your body, and then your cells become immune. We call that insulin resistant. Now, what that leads to is obesity. You're, you're consuming all the sugar. The insulin's pumping out, and insulin is actually a growth factor. It causes you to start becoming inflamed. It starts becoming for you to um, be insulin resistant, and then you start putting on extra pounds. You start getting inflamed. Women can develop polycystic ovarian syndrome. What happens is is you get cystic acne, you get overweight, you get hair, facial hair, you get um, an imbalance in your hormones. Why? Insulin surges, goes down to the uh, uh, ovaries. It starts producing testosterone. What is testosterone in a, what does it do? It, you know, masculinizes a man. In women, it does that too. So insulin resistance can cause a lot of things. Obesity, it can screw, screw up your hormones. It can cause fatigue. It can cause a lot of things. And so this medicine, you inject it once weekly, reduces your insulin resistant, helps with polycystic ovarian syndrome. 
and it reduces the inflammation in your liver, which we call fatty liver disease, which most Americans have, and it gets your metabolism back on track, gets your hormones back on track. Guys, it's a game changer. How much is it, and what about insurance? We've had this conversation yeah. before, but this is what people always want the, to know and about. And it's important. You know, I mean, our economy and whatnot, it's it's tough, but I think investing in yourself should be the one thing. I mean, number one thing, If how many people count on you? I mean, imagine if you're in the hospital with a heart attack or stroke because you didn't take care of yourself. All those people that count on you, whether you own a business, you're a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter. They, a lot of people count on you. So realizing that you're number one and you need to invest in yourself is key. How much does it cost, guys? With the you know promos that we're running, I typically charge $4.99 for semaglutide, $5.99 for trisepatide. For the next two months, you could just mention the show, Jennifer or Wendy, and you're going to get $200 off. So I make that it's $3.99 for what, whichever med you want, semaglutide or trisepatide, okay? The injections are, like I said, injected once weekly. The meds delivered right to your door. You don't have to go to a clinic. You can deal with your weight from the privacy of your own home. Are there side effects? Mild nausea and some constipation, but typically patients really don't see much of that. It just takes time. Over time, they get more used to it, and it, we have meds for that. If you get a little nausea, we give you some med for that. It's called Zofran, and it quiets that nausea, but not a lot of patients get that. You know, one of the things we're going to have to talk about the next time yeah. you join us is the food misinformation because Jennifer has yeah. read books and is quite up to date on the additives that keep oh you God. coming back oh, yeah. to certain types of food and I how bad they are for us. I'm afraid of fast food. Uh, Because I do, and it's the Food and Drug former commissioner, David Kessler, who wrote a book 15 Mm -hmm. years ago, The End of Overeating. And he was one of the first people, he was fat. And he said, how is it possible I could have tackled smoking? And I'm the head of the FDA and I'm fat. And so he did research before the rest of us were onto this about the ingredients and when there are 25 ingredients and how the fast food industry, you know, sugar, salt, the bliss level, fat, uh, Cheetos is the number one offender. It mm-hmm. dissolves on, in your mouth, and you want more. It's designed to make us want more. Perfect segue. Why do you think I say patients can't do it alone? There's too much food noise. The, the food companies are creating food that's so tantalizing. Food noise. What it a great... literally goes into your brain, and you want more. And so to tell the patient, hey, go diet and exercise, you can't do it alone. You need a medication like this. Dr. Joe Molesky, you can visit stlmedweightloss.com. You can call today, 636-628-6604. Book your same-day appointment today. And if you mention Wendy and Jennifer, you'll get $200 off your first two months. Dr. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Faith in Christ service to others. <laughs> thank you, Dr. And Joe. Black and Black Tea. And Black Tea. <laughs> yes. And enjoy that new baby. Enjoy that new baby. Wow, this has been an action-packed show. It almost feels like cardio, doesn't it? Yes, it really does. (laughs) And we've had so many people who have checked into the tax line, the Royal Banks of Missouri tax line, 84126, wanting to know about the list of movies. And we're figuring that out so that you'll have a place, a reference point, a reference point to go back and look. Uh, Because if you're driving and Lynn is giving you you this great list. And you can't write it down. Right. So we're going to work on that and let you know. I was laughing out loud at a traffic light yesterday when Julie Buck was talking about her aunt Julie who supported her in every bad decision she ever made in her life and Julie said everyone needs someone like that it's called an enabler <laughs> and i love it i know i and know and john carney thanks for the lobster risotto one of the most oh talented 
Yeah, I think he says he's not a chef. He's a home cook, you know, well, not a trained chef. When he walked in and he said, do do any of you have shellfish allergies? And I thought, well, where's he going with this? <laughs> Never in a million years did it occur to me that he brought lobster risotto. Oh, and was it ever good? So, so good. Um, what do you do this time of year? I mean, are you going to just... You mean because I chopped off my fingernail and part of my thumb? Because you're a very... I really miss the kitchen. I was going to say. I mean, I have the use of my left hand and three fingers left on the right one. I mean, I still have the fingers. I'm just Mark probably doesn't want you in there. He says, stay out of my kitchen. I mean, it's so nice, but I I really miss it because I love... I don't know. I love being in the kitchen. You love creating. (laughs) You love creating. How about you? What are your plans for the weekend? Um, Well, we thought we were going to have the babies tonight, but uh, mom and dad want to to spend, they've got some special things planned. So we're just free and easy this weekend. And so we'll just do some more decluttering. And that's that's sort (laughs) of- And the watching of movies. And the watching of movies. (laughs) And it was YouTube. So uh, where Chris got the um, Face the Nation broadcast from 1958. Oh, so yes. you were right. It was it was definitely YouTube, and one of our textures found it on YouTube. Well, so. now listen, and the person says lobster risotto really after the weight loss doctor. Eat real food, not too much. That's right. <laughs> John Nothing Carney with and a Julie. Lot of consonants. <laughs> John Carney and Julie Buck up next. Have a great weekend, everyone. Mwah. Seems we just get started. And before you know it